0: Thanks for listening to the Covenant Church Podcast. We hope this message encourages you and challenges you to take your next steps with Jesus. Now, let's check it out. Well, so glad to see everybody this weekend. Let me welcome everybody at the Washington campus. It was uh, really good to be with you last week in worship, and I'm glad that you're here To join us for this family experience weekend. Let me also say, I'm so thankful for, uh, so many kids, covenant kids in the room today. Uh, welcome to Big Church. All right. We're, we're so excited that you're here. And, uh, I just wanted to say to parents and and even those that are here today, adults that do not have children with them. uh, You do understand what a blessing it is, that number that you saw. We have 560 kids who are participating regularly in our Covenant Kids program. Uh, I have spent the last year with uh, a lot of church leaders from other churches Who do not have any children in their church. They have none. So they would love to have the problem of a little extra energy in the room. All right. Wouldn't they? Wouldn't they love to have that problem? So what a blessing it is. And so just to show your support for all of the kids that we have here today, I'm wondering if we could give them a rousing standing ovation today. Why don't, we, why don't we stand and just thank them for being here. All right. All right. Well, boys and girls, I wanted to start with, uh, by sharing with you just uh, a little bit about me. One of the things that I love the most is coming to church. That's me. Uh, I love to come to worship because I love to sing, and I love to see my friends, and I love to hear the Word of God. And I get to teach it most of the weeks up here, um, and I'm excited about that. But listen, I didn't always love it. I didn't always enjoy it. In fact, I would say when I was your age, I had a hard time paying attention in church service. Um, I had a hard time sitting still for a whole hour. And if it wasn't for my grandmother's pocketbook, because she always had gum, I probably would not have done very well. And so a lot of times... Uh, I was pretty fidgety and, and again, had a hard time paying attention. And I remember this one time, and listen, I'll never forget it, because I was sitting with my parents and some of my friends. They were My parents were on the same row with me, but I also had several of my friends. And uh, we were misbehaving. We were uh, talking during the service. We were laughing at each other during the service, and we were distracting other people. I know we were. And uh, as we were, we were having a good time. We were having such a good time. When, all of a sudden, someone put their hand on my shoulder, and I turned around to see who this was from behind me, and I saw the biggest man I had ever seen. (laughs) Now, I I found out later, this this young man was a football player on our high school team. He was a star running back, but I was little, and he was like a giant to me. And he had his hand on my shoulder. Then... He leaned in to me so he could whisper something. And he said, if you make another sound during this service, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) And listen, he was big enough, he could have killed me. He was a big man. So then... He pulled me a little closer, and he said, I'm fast. Don't you think you can get away from me? If I hear you say one more word, I will catch you after church. You remember that. And then he sat back, and I was scared. And so my friends were all laughing and talking. They said, what did he say? And I said, shut up. He's going to kill me. And I didn't say another word during that whole service. But I kept looking back at him to see if he was still there. And he kept doing this I'm watching you. And he was. So I'm proud to say I didn't die. I made it through. I didn't say another word. And I'm telling you, I paid attention on that day. And, you know, it was about that time that I actually started paying attention when I came to the worship service. I I started reading the words that we were singing. And they were special words. Uh, I started listening to what my pastor was teaching. And I started learning the stories from the Bible. And it was about that time that I started to fall in love with Jesus. And I, I gave my life to Jesus. And I wanted Him to come in my heart and live in me. I wanted Him to live His life through me. And so my life changed because of, I would say, because of big church. So today, I want all of the covenant kids to have a great experience in this service. I also want every adult who's here. Because sometimes adults have a struggle coming to big church. I, I want everyone to have a great family experience. And so I want to tell you one of my favorite Bible stories. And, uh, this story, you know, we just had this trunk or treat. By the way, I don't know how many people we had, but it was probably between two and three thousand people yesterday in our parking lot. And I noticed we, we had a lot of, we had a lot of Barbies and there was a few kins. Uh, there were a lot of, uh, dinosaurs, but there were also a lot of superheroes. Out there. So this Bible story is actually about a superhero. And you might think, well, if this person in the Bible was a superhero, he must have been super big and strong. Kind of like that football player guy <laughs> that was behind me. But you'd be wrong. This superhero was actually small and about your size. The Bible says that one day, at this one time, there were two armies that were lined up to fight against each other. One army was on one hill, and one army was on the other hill, and there was a big valley in between. And both armies waited for the other one to do something. But neither army moved for day after day after day. They were waiting for the other one to make a move. And so they just stared at each other across this valley. One day, a man from one of the armies... By the way, one army was the Israelite army, God's chosen people. The other army was the Philistine army. And a man from the Philistine army... Walked down the hill and stood in the middle of the valley. And he shouted at the army of the Israelites. And this is what he said. He said, Why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine? And are you not the servants of Saul? Saul was the king of Israel. He says, Choose a man. And have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. Then the Philistine said, This day I defy the ranks of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing the Philistines' words, Saul... And all the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. Now, by the way, that means they were scared to death. Now, you know why they were scared to death? Because the man who came down and stood in that valley was nine feet tall. And he was big and strong. And he was a a, a trained warrior. This man's name was... Goliath. And the Bible says that he had a spear that weighed as much as a man. He had a javelin which he could throw with deadly accuracy and he had it strapped to his back so he could pull it out at any time and throw it. And he was a good thrower. He also had lots of armor that that would shine in the sunlight. And he said, Hey, someone come out and fight me. Why should both of our armies fight? Let's just have one man on each side fight. Come on, someone come and fight me. Well, listen, no one wanted to fight that guy. That guy was big. And they didn't have a chance against him. They knew that they would be killed for sure. So no one came down to fight against that man. And here's, here's what else. For 40 straight days, Goliath walked down into that valley and he shouted, isn't there any man who will come and fight me? Is there no man in the whole Israelite army who can fight me? He did it day after day after day. He stood there and mocked. The Israelite army, and he called all of them cowards. And you know what? They were. No one wanted to fight him. Well, meanwhile, in the town of Bethlehem, there was a man named Jesse. And Jesse had some of his sons were in the Israelite army. So he called his youngest son and said, Why don't you take some food to your brothers and ask them how things are going for the army? And so this little boy, this young man named David, went to the battlefront and he went up on the hill where the Israelite army was and he visited with his brothers. And while he was there taking the food to them and visiting with them, guess who came out? Goliath. And he walked to the middle of the valley and he called out, send a man out to fight me. Don't you, if you can find a man in your army, then send them out to me. And David heard this and said, Who's going to go fight that guy? And no one moved. No one moved. So David, David asked this. It says, David asked the men standing near him, Well, who is this circumcised Philistine? that uncircumcised Philistine, that he should defy the armies of the living God. Well, let no one lose account, a heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. In other words, he said, I will fight that giant. Well, his brother said, you are stupid. <laughs> you can't fight it. You, go home. What are you doing here anyway? You don't belong with... Real soldiers? You're just a kid. But someone overheard David, and they went and told the king. They said, there's someone willing to fight that giant. And so the king called David, and he said, well, bring that man here. And when he brought him in, he wasn't much of a man. He was kind of a little little guy. And he said, son, you can't fight this giant. He's a professional soldier and you're a, you're a kid. You, you wouldn't stand a chance against him. But David said, well, listen, my daddy put me in charge of his sheep. And every once in a while, a ferocious animal would come and grab one of our sheep. And I would go after that animal and I would smack him with my stick. And then I would kill it, And I've killed lions, and I've killed bears, and I will kill that giant. And so Saul saw that the little boy was brave, and so he said, Well, okay, but you can't go fight him looking like that. You've got to have some armor. So he took off his armor, and he gave it to David. And David put it on. And it was too big for him. He said, I can't wear this. I can't even move in this armor. So it says he took off the armor and he said, I'll just go fight him with my staff and with my slingshot. And he ran off to the battle. Now you wonder how that thing ended. A great big giant and a little kid. So We're going to act it out right now on the platform. You with me? All right. Well, listen, I'm going to play the part of Goliath. I've always wanted to be big. (laughs) This is about my only chance. So anyway, I'm going to put on my armor here. I got it backwards. All right. Here we go. Great. All right. And my helmet. And my spear. And we've also got someone who's going to play David. So, uh, Max, why don't you come? Max Hardy, let's hear a good... Cheer for David. All right. And listen, all of you are also going to play a part too. Okay, so everybody stand, or everybody stand up. This is an interactive sermon. All right. Now, Mr. Scott is going to lead us in this part, but you are the Goliath part. All right, it goes like this. Goliath, stomp, stomp. Goliath. Goliath, Goliath. You're not stomping. Let's go. Goliath, Goliath. Goliath. do it again. Goliath, yeah, y- y'all are weak. Let's go louder. Goliath, Goliath. Goliath. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Who will come and fight? Come on out, you Israelites. Choose a man to fight. Come on, Israelites, Goliath, Goliath. David heard him brag, put five stones into his back. Ready to fight, his face to fight, he would meet the giant. Goliath, Goliath. Am I a dog Goliath asked. that you choose rocks to do your task? Would you like to be bird feed? I'll make you the seed. Goodbye. thanks for your help. Listen, what do we learn? What can we learn from from David and Goliath? You know, um, I would call this part of the message, how to face a giant. Now, it is unlikely that anybody here is going to run into a nine foot tall person on the way home. All right, if you do, I'm sorry for you, right? Uh, But you will probably, you know, even this week, run into a giant circumstance. There are all kinds of things that are really, they are giant things to face. And so I think that is part of what we learn from this story. And I would mention two spiritual principles that we learn from David and Goliath. The first one is this. uh, Problems look big when God is small. Problems look small when God is big. King, King Saul's army sat there for 40 straight days listening to Goliath and they would not do anything they said, we can't fight a giant. We don't have a chance against him. And then David heard the very same words, and he said, well, let's go fight this guy. And they said, well, he's big. And David said, yeah, he's too big to miss. The Lord will fight this battle. The Lord is with us. God is bigger than any giant in our lives. And that is true for any problem, any circumstance that we have. And then a second spiritual principle is this. Uh, I can face my problems in my own power, or I can face them in the Lord's strength. And we see that too because the the Israel army acted like they had no God. And so they said, uh, we we have to trust our ability to fight and our armor. And we have to, to trust our king, who was not very brave himself. Uh, but David said something else. You remember what he said? He says, the battle is the Lord's. Uh, he said, I'm not going to trust in my size. I'm not going to trust in King Saul's armor. I'm not even going to trust in my ability to use a, a slingshot. Uh, I'm going to put my trust in the Lord. And, you know, he, he trusted the Lord so much that when the giant stepped forward, it says that David ran to the battle. Now, that's the way you attack a problem. You run to the problem and instead of saying the problem is too big, what you say is, I can't wait to see my big God and see what he can do in this problem, in this circumstance. A lot of times we sit and wait for things to happen. David said, Let's go and run to the battle. Now, this is not just a story. You know, this happened a long time ago. And David, the little kid, beat that giant. And we can beat anything that comes our way as we put our trust in the Lord. And so Lord, would you you speak through this story today? We're so grateful that you've given us the opportunity to, to read your word, to know this story, and to put our trust in you You are worthy of our trust, and we put our faith in You. We thank You for that little man, that little young man who was able to stand as You gave him strength. Now, You give us strength in everything that we are dealing with today and tomorrow and the next day, in Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. If you have any questions, would like to talk to a pastor, or would like to get involved, head over to our website at covenant.cc or follow us on social media. Again, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you soon.